So from a space of restfulness in your Shavasana, this connection to yin, the restful or lunar current in our bodies. This sense of surrendering to gravity. As restful as you feel in this posture, Seek this space, this surrender in every posture of the practice today. We're going to slowly walk the straight legs over to the left. So walk your legs over to the left, just as far as they'll go comfortably without disturbing the placement of the hips. So don't think about far, more think about, do I feel a gentle pull in the right side of my body? And then from there, press your elbows down so you can lift and walk your upper body over to the right as well. So you're starting to form a crescent moon shape with your whole body. I'm sorry, to the left, I said right, didn't I? I'm like, why are they going the wrong way? (laughs) So walk your spine over to the left. So you have a crescent moon shape with your body now. You should feel a gentle, or it might be an intense pull down the whole right side of your body. You can keep the arms restful at your sides or on your body, or you can take the arms overhead and let them drape off to the left as well. Now here comes the part of tuning in. What is your body asking for? Maybe you end up crossing one ankle over the other. Which one will be up to you? Maybe you catch one arm with the opposite hand. Again, which one will depend on what feels right for you? Maybe you catch both elbows overhead. And then once you've found the space or the shape that your body is in agreement with, let your eyes close and again go toward that space that you discovered in the Shavasana a moment ago. This quiet, receptive surrender to gravity the space of yin of letting go
Notice if the mind wanders. It most likely will. That's what the mind enjoys doing. So keep bringing it back to the anchor of your breath. We'll be lingering in our yin postures longer than we're typically in a yang or more active style practice posture so that we can go beyond the muscle tissue into the connective tissue, which is where we hold our chronic pain, our chronic inflammation, chronic tension. This practice helps us to affect these yin tissues, these connective tissues in a way that our yang practice cannot affect them. Connective tissue runs through the whole body. It wraps the muscles. It runs through the muscles, connects the muscles to the bones, connects the bones to the bones. Bursa, fascia, ligaments, tendons. The bones themselves are affected. Just a few more deep breaths here. Notice if there's any corner of the body that might be able to soften a bit more into gravity's pull. To release the posture, tune into your body. It's going to let you know which limbs to move first. Take your time and find your way back to center, back to a neutral lying down space. And just rest for a moment. Allowing a short pause for the body to assimilate the experience. Mindfully walking your straight legs over to the right now. 
far as you can without disturbing the hips or creating a bind in the joints. And then when you're ready, press your elbows down and work your upper body over to the right until you feel like you're in a crescent moon shape in your body and you have a gentle pull starting down the left side. And again, you can do whatever you like with your arms. What are you drawn to do? That's probably what your body is asking for. So not about what should I do, but what is my body communicating is the right pose for this moment. Maybe you catch one arm with the other. Maybe you cross an ankle. Maybe you just hang out where you are. Where can you soften? Maybe the front body drops into the back body. Maybe you let the jaw hang, the tongue, the teeth let go. Maybe you soften the skin of the face. the mind is jumping around, keep bringing it back to the breath, back to what you're feeling in your body. Be curious about what you're feeling in your body. See if you can follow the web of connective tissue from the most intense point that you feel in the posture out to 
the most subtle points that you can feel. Last few breaths. Soften another layer. slowly and mindfully tuning into your body to know what limb to move first find your way back to neutral pausing in that simple restful shavasana space let your body breathe and let it release into the earth Slowly hug the right knee in toward the chest. And then catch hold of that knee and guide it toward the right armpit so that it starts to go outside of the ribs and toward the armpit. And then tune in. Let your shoulder blades drop. See if you can place the hands in such a way that your arms are as relaxed as possible and you're using the weight of your arm bones rather than the muscular strength to maintain the position. Knowing that yin is not necessarily about feeling an intense stretch or an intense pull, but as long as you have that initial activation of some kind of sensation of a stretch, you're going to affect the tissue, the connective tissue, because of the length of time that we're there, not the amount of pull that you're applying. Complete opposite of a yang 
or active style practice. It's not about doing, it's about undoing. Notice your breath. Notice your body. What can you soften? Can you let go of the left leg, the tailbone, the outer hips, the space between your collarbones? the mouth, use your left hand to gently guide that right knee across the body into a twist. So you can roll over to the left as far as you'd like. Maybe the knee makes it to the floor. Maybe it doesn't. Depends on what feels good. And then from there, decide where the rest of the body wants to be. Maybe you keep the left hand hooked on the right leg. Maybe you let it go. Maybe the right arm stays close to the body. Maybe it drops out to the right to help open the front of the shoulder and the pec. Find a place where you can get as soft and as heavy as possible in the pose. It's going to be completely individual for your body. Notice what you feel, notice where you feel it. Can you let go of your left leg completely? 
Letting that left knee soften up. And you let go of your outer hips, your tailbone. So experiment with taking the foot more out to create more weight. So after you've been in this for a moment or so, maybe if you'd like a little more attention for the IT band, the connective tissue that runs down your outer right leg, you can extend the right leg out to that left side toward the windows. Maybe you catch hold of the calf or the foot. Maybe the leg just hangs there on its own. Just finding a place where you can feel the sensation down your outer leg. Again, it doesn't have to be intense. It might be, but it doesn't have to be. As long as you feel the initial pull or stretch, you're in a good place. Again, let the eyes close, go into that inward yin journey, the inner focus. Exploring the sensations you feel in the physical body. Where's the most intense part of the sensation? Where can I feel the most subtle sensation? My body is breathing. What parts of my body move with the breath? Simple curiosity of your own internal space.
Check in again with the left leg. Is it soft? Go of the tailbone, the outer hips. Soften the space between your collarbones. Mindfully, if you straighten the leg, let the knees start to bend. And remember, you can use your left hand to the inner leg to help press the leg back up to center so that you're not doing a lot of work with the spine. Letting this be as easeful as possible. Once you're back at center, place the foot on the floor, pause for a moment, and then slide the leg out straight. Take a moment to breathe. a moment to assimilate the experience of the posture. So each time we make a change in the connective tissue, we're changing the placement of our skeletal structure by default. It's good to have a little pause to give the skeletal structure a moment to settle into that new space, to create the new understanding in the body. you're ready, hug the left knee in. Once you have it in, draw it toward the outer left body, so toward the armpit. And again, find that most restful space possible in the posture, letting your shoulder blades drop, letting the hands be placed in such a way that you're doing as little work with the arm muscles as possible. the bones of the arms be the main weight or anchor in the posture. Even the hands as they hold the leg are as soft as they can be while maintaining the pose. the right leg, can you soften it? Feeling the weight of the right leg. Softening your tailbone. Space around the tailbone, let's go.
And now slowly using that right hand to guide the bent left knee across the body into the twist. Allow your hips to roll as far to the right as they'd like. Making any adjustments that you need, including sneaking that right hip a little to the left so that you can roll and maintain without effort the twist. Let the right leg be soft, even maybe bending the knee a little bit. Where do the limbs of the arms want to be? Where would the head like to land? Can you soften the whole length of your spine? Your tailbone? Your outer hips? Go of the space between the collarbones. Go of the mouth. Now that you've been here for a little while, maybe you straighten the left leg, catching maybe the calf or the foot. Maybe just letting the leg hang there so that you're accessing more of the outer leg.
these last few breaths, what can you soften? What can you let go into the pull of gravity? Mindfully, if you straighten the leg, bend the knee. You can use the right hand to press that leg up to center so that your spine isn't strained at all. Gently placing the foot on the mat, pausing, and then sliding the leg out long to the mat. Enjoying a few breaths here. Bend your knees and place your feet flat to the earth. And we're going to cross the right ankle to the left thigh bone. Pause there. Take your arms out a little bit away from the body. And you're going to tip your crossed legs over to the left so the sole of your right foot lands on the floor. You can reach down and hold on to your right ankle with your left hand to kind of anchor the leg. And then what you do with the rest of the body is up to you. Where does the head want to turn? Where does the right arm want to go? So focusing the emphasis on the outer hip again here, just at a little bit of a different angle. Again, as long as you're feeling some kind of pull or stretch there, even if it's not as intense as the mind says it should be, then you're in the right place. From there, start to soften. What can I let go of? My tailbone? My left leg, my outer hips, collarbones, the mouth, skin of the face.
Notice where the mind goes and keep bringing it back to the breath, back to the internal experience. Last moments here, what can you soften? Now mindful as you release the posture, remember you can use your left arm to gently help press the right leg back up, coming up one leg at a time, eventually straightening your legs down to the mat. And just take that little pause, breathe here. Notice your body's natural responses. Gently bend your knees and place your feet flat to the floor. And cross your left ankle to your right thigh bone, ankle to thigh bone. And then slowly tip your cross legs over to the right. Sole of the left foot lands. Reach down with your right hand and catch the ankle. 
And again, where you place the rest of the body is up to you. What feels good? Where does the head want to be? Where does the left arm want to be? This is your experience. This is the body that you're going home in or out into the rest of your day in. What can you give it right now so that this vehicle of your body, this vehicle that allows you the experience of life itself is nurtured and well-maintained. you're connected to it and can hear those subtle signals that are constantly directing you toward what's best, what's most easeful, what's most nourishing. What can soften? Last moments here, what can you soften? Tailbone, outer hips, collarbones. There's a tendency to tense when we feel those sensations increasing in the hip. But can you soften into them and trust that your body's going to let you know if it's too much? It'll give you the signal and you'll just know.
slowly, mindfully, maybe using the right hand to help press that left leg back up. Come up one leg at a time and then find your legs extending out onto the mat. Pause and breathe. Go ahead and find your feet flat to your mat. And slowly roll over to your right. Pause there and then find your way up. So take your blanket now for frog pose and you want to make a long thin rectangle with it. So open it up and maybe fold it long ways about three times. And you're going to place that across your mat width-wise so that the blanket hangs off the sides of the mat a little bit. And then place your knees on that folded blanket. You're going to take the knees as wide as you can comfortably, bringing the big toes together. And then sit back toward your heels. And just pause there for a moment, walking the hands in toward the legs. What we're looking for is an opening for the inner leg. So if you're already feeling a lot in the inner leg, you can hang out there. Or you can go to the next stage, bringing your elbows to the floor in front, keeping your hips down toward your heels. And if you're still not feeling a lot and you feel you need to go to the next stage, slide your arms straight forward and bring your forehead down. If you're still not feeling a stretch in the inner leg, consider taking your knees a little bit wider, sliding them out. But for most, you'll find at least a subtle pull at this point. Remembering that the sensation doesn't have to be intense in order to affect the connective tissue. And again, just walk through the body and see what you can soften. Can you let go? Maybe it becomes about softening the mind, letting go of the to-do list for now because that's not what you're here on your mat for. You're on the mat to just be in your body, and to nourish your body, your mind.
It's a choice to either stay where you are if you feel a lot of intensity in the inner leg already. Option two, if you want to go deeper, is full frog. So if you're taking option two, you're going to slide your hips forward so they line up with your knees. And then kick your feet out so your toes point to the outer walls. And your heels are just a little wider than your knees now. And then from there, slide your knees out as wide as you can. And again, it's this space of softening the inner legs. So let the inner thighs soften. So you begin to, again, feel the pull of gravity. If you decide that you don't like where you ended up, you can always go back to that first variation of frog. I'm just going to be here for a few minutes. So again, what can I soften? Even though my upper body is working a little bit to hold me here, what can I let go of? Maybe soften the jaw, the tongue, the skin of the face. softening the inner leg. There'll be a tendency to tense and continue the softening. few breaths soften the inner leg let the knees naturally slide with gravity
and gently work your way out onto your belly, just sliding forward. With the legs release behind you. And just land here for a moment and rest flat on your belly. under your shoulders. You're going to press down through your hands and your knees and pull through the front of your body to come up to all fours. Once you're on all fours, we'll take pigeon, it's called swan and yin. So you're going to slide your right knee forward and kick it out to the right so that your shin lands at a diagonal across your mat. The foot's off to the left a bit. And then slide your back leg away to your degree. Mindful that you don't grab the foot and crank it forward. It's really hard on the knee joint. So just find a natural space in the pose. And then start to press the bones of your feet down and lengthen your tailbone. Inhale, draw the front of the armpits up. And then as you exhale, come forward. Find the forearms, find a place to rest. head hangs, maybe you stack the hands so the head has a place to rest, maybe you slide the arms forward and the forehead comes to the floor.
last few breaths, what can you soften? Can you let the hips get heavier? Can you soften your belly? Slowly and mindfully walking your hands back. Once you're up, find your way to all fours and we'll exchange sides. So drawing your left knee forward, kick it out to the left. Shin at a diagonal across your mat. Walk your back leg away. And then pause, press into both feet, pull the tailbone long, inhale, lift through the front of the armpits, and then on your exhale, slowly walk the hands forward. Do you feel? Where do you feel it?
Last few breaths. Slowly walk your hands up. Find your way to all fours. From all fours, just kind of rock side to side a few times, releasing out the hips. And then you can have a seat on your mat for our last pose. So we're going to work into the quads. Scoot over to the left edge of your mat. And you're going to draw your right foot back. Now, for some, it might feel comfortable to have the top of the foot on the floor. If that's not comfortable, then you can turn the toes out to the right. If it's still not comfortable, try separating the knees a little bit so you create a little more space for the joints. And then from there, just work your way back onto your elbows, either putting elbows on the floor. If the floor feels too far away, let me know. I can get a bolster for you. Otherwise, if you're still okay on the elbows and you feel like you could take more stretch in your quad, feel free to lay all the way back. Anybody want a bolster? You're good? Awesome. Finding your breath. And again, find that relationship to gravity. What can you let go of? Softening the tailbone. 
softening the outer hips. on your elbows you can just press up if you're on your back roll to your left roll to your left so you can curl up on your side and then work your way up <laughs> take your time don't force the joints to move before they're ready and then scoot over to the right edge of your mat and draw your left foot back for the second side Again, you can have top of the foot flat to the floor if your joints are okay with that. Otherwise, toes turn out to the left. You can also separate the knees to create more space. And then when you're ready, mindfully work your way back to your degree. And see what you can soften.
last few breaths. slowly roll to your left or your right excuse me roll to your right and just pause there on your right side we're not going to come all the way up this time pause on your right side for a moment and then roll onto your back again roll onto your back and then once you're on your back gently hug your knees into your chest draw your nose up to your knees Think about lifting from your tailbone and your heart. Think about spreading your toes and opening up the space between your collarbones. And then slowly bring the head back down. We'll take a short rest in Shavasana to close out our practice. So find a comfortable space to lie down. Legs and arms wide so the nervous system is signaled to a place of rest. Palms open. Let your eyes close. Notice your breathing. Notice your breathing and notice your jaw. Allow your jaw to soften. Let the jaw hang, maybe the lips part, but be sure that the jaw is soft. Notice your tongue. And let go of the root of the tongue. Feel the tongue drop away from the palate so the dome of the mouth is exposed and spacious. Notice your teeth. Let go of the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums melt and expand into the mouth. Notice the front layer of your body. the front layer of the body to drop into the back body.
rest. mind to slowly return to body and breath. Mind returns. Bring some gentle movement into your toes and into your fingers. Placing your feet on your mat and rolling to your right. Eyes closed, press into the hands and work your way up to seated. Hands come together at the heart, acknowledging your own efforts for taking the time to nurture and nourish your body, your mind, your spirit. that the positive effects move out like a ripple into the world, permeating all that you do, all that you are, 
and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for joining me in practice. Namaste.